Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Rusty Quill presents Hey everyone, Alexi Talanda here, and welcome to our bonus content as we work on putting Ostium Season 6 together. We're continuing with our Behind the Ostium series as we go in-depth with the making and discussion of how each episode of Ostium came to be, as well as much more. I am joined by Dwayne Farver, a big fan of the show and creator of the spin-off podcast, Manifestations. If you enjoy the Behind the Ostium series, you can get full access to over 50 episodes right now by supporting Team Ostium on Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. You'll also get access to a bunch of other bonus content on there too. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We'll continue working on getting Ostium Season 6 ready for release in 2022, but for now, sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Ostium. Welcome to another Behind the Ostium. And I had this idea that before we kicked into covering Ostium Season 4, I wanted to do a little episode on um, script formatting and kind of how uh, my script formatting has changed over the seasons of Ostium. And I've got Dwayne with me, of course, here from Behind the Ostium. Say hi, Dwayne. Hello. And um, so to kind of get his viewpoint too and kind of his um, input with how he's been working with manifestations and anything that might have changed with him. Uh, it all kind of started with um, actually the, the podcast creator guy, um, Evo Terror, who's been working in podcasting for over 20 years. And he has a great um, podcast called Podcast Pontif- Podcast Pontifications. And if you're any sort of want to be podcast, looking to get into podcasting or just want to know podcasting news, it's a fantastic show that he releases an episode uh, Monday through Thursday every day. And they're always under 10 minutes, but it's always something very useful and knowledgeable about podcasting that's just fascinating. So he had a little thing about talking about audio fiction and, and writing in that and how they're different to audiobooks and writing with books. And then in my last uh, Writing Walks episode, I kind of started talking a bit about this um, in writing, and it made me want to do a little more into it, hence this behind the ostium about script format. So as everyone pretty much knows, I came from a direct writer's background into podcasting, um, not the screenwriting angle, but the narrative fiction writing angle. And so definitely to start off with, 
I was doing a lot of, because I have an ongoing narration, um, a lot of descriptive terms for what was going on, adding details that you might have been able to get across possibly through sound design or interaction with characters and things like that. Um, and it's one of those things that the more I wrote in Ostium, the more characters I also added, the more I kind of cut away from having too much of that um, kind of unnecessary words for the characters to say in describing things and just kind of let either the scene sit for itself with sound design or with how the characters were interacting with each other and the reactions they would have that the listener would expect they would have without actually having to describe it. And it just kind of evolved over time through each season as I was writing more and more and kind of developing and kind of honing my, my kind of skills in podcast writing that um, I feel now, especially in this latest season, season six, which I'm working on, it's become this whole different model of way more info in there about what the sound design is, what the emotions are for the characters, and really just letting them more act out the scene and get into the scene as opposed to describing as much of what is going on. It really kind of boils down to the fundamental writing rule, which is show, don't tell. Uh, where you really want the characters and the story to kind of reveal what's happening instead of actually just describing everything that's happening. So, Dwayne, when you came into working on Manifestations, I mean, I think you came kind of a similar way, too, with your writing. I mean, it was kind of your first start into writing, but it was, again, a narrative fiction kind of story writing angle and not the screenwriting. So did you were you able to pick up any of this? Does anything ring any bells with you? <laughs> no, actually, actually, it does. Um so the first story that I wrote, which turns into episode four of Manifestations, when my, my character goes to Centralia, um, that was written first. And I was doing a lot of the exposition type writing where the, the characters just saying what they see and, and hear what's going on around them. Um, and that progressed. I was doing a lot of that until I got to adding another character. When another character had lines, I'm like, right. oh yeah, that's that's not gonna work. <laughs> um, so so I it 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 was a very natural change. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I started actually writing, actually rewriting a scene where right. it wasn't mm-hmm. just the character, my main character going through what they were doing, but interacting now, mm-hmm. and I was adding another voice. I just put in, okay, here's the other voice, and what do I want it to say? And then I. I don't know if it was instinctively or I knew someone else was going to be reading it. I wasn't going to mm-hmm. be reading it. So I, I just gave them very small in, in the middle of the sentence. Um, like I just put it in parentheses and I explained to them yep. when I gave it to them, this is just a direction of how I want you to read the line, you know, um, the, and it's no um, secret, no spoiler. It was, it was Quilla, the AI. What? So <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a computer. Um, so I, but it's not a strict emotionless computer. So I wanted Quilla to have some emotion, some feeling, um, like a little bit of a dry sense of humor. Um, but not overly, I didn't want it to feel overly human. I still wanted it to feel like a computer. I'm trying to remember, didn't didn't we also, because I remember us originally talking about this. Didn't you also try looking for like online computer voices to use for the character before you actually cast a person? 
No, I, I oh. that's something I'm actually using in season two. Okay, so that's what it was. Okay, I'm confused. That's yeah. all. Okay, <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Um, so when I start, when I that's good lead in. Um, mm-hmm. so when I started writing season two, and season two is a big change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm adding in a lot of new characters, one major new character, and then some bits and pieces characters, and a very little of me actually reading Alan from Manifestation. So. I needed to do more of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So the very first script that I sent out to the person who's reading, um, and I already released that it's Karen Heimdall um, reading, I got some feedback and putting in those parentheses and the, you know, here's the direction of how you read it was for a, an actual voice actor hard to mm-hmm. see them and read the, the sentence or the paragraph and make it flow. So I'm like, all right, so I need to give them the direction, but I need to make it not interrupt the, right. the, actual the flow, the acting yeah. flow. So, so that's where I basically built my own new design of a, of a script so that it's got two columns. Um, Which I might be totally stealing. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But it's, it's base. I basically yeah. broke it up into um, one, the page, the the left quarter is where I put all of my direction mm-hmm. and the, the body is in the, the main three quarters of the, the page. Um, and when it's not a person, when it's a sound design yeah. or a, a music cue, I, I put that in the body. That doesn't need to go in with the the, mm-hmm. the audio or the, the, the voice direction. But um, it And you it just need some color work. coding too, right? Yes, like all of the um, sound design, I put the word SFX for sound effects, um, and then whatever the sound effect is, and I made that purple. All of the dialogue is black. Um, some of the like the music is shade. It's got a like a shaded background orange so that it stands out. Um, and what's uh, the significance of those colors? What do they mean to you? <laughs> I wanted honestly honestly they do have a meaning. Um <laughs> good. I wanted them to stand out. So uh-huh. I didn't want to pick I didn't want to like the the um, the direction is in blue and it's in a shaded box off to the left so that it doesn't that it stands out and kind of blends into mm-hmm. the background as you're reading down the column uh of of with the actual dialogue. Um and then I wanted the sound effects to stand out as something I can ignore. As someone's going down and yeah, reading, they're like, that's a sound yeah. I can I can ignore. And then they get to a block um where there's music. I, again, it's something very um as as a does orange mean something? No. I just picked colors that weren't going to blend in. I, I didn't want to pick an orange and a red, let's say. Right. So I picked orange. I, I have a, a light yellow um where I where I put in um like you would see on a standard uh, screen uh, mm-hmm. screenwriter's mm-hmm. script, where I have like interior okay, know, yeah, yeah. house, whatever, just so I can set that for myself or mm-hmm. whoever is doing the the sound design. That makes why well, it um, makes sense because if it was something that I mean, I feel like if I saw bright red in any way, it'd be more alarming and and grabbing your attention as you're trying to read through it. So that's why it's kind of good you pick less you know standoutish yeah, colors, I, but still they make it different. <laughs> exactly, and and as far as um. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Actually putting enough words in a sentence or in a paragraph so that it's worthwhile reading mm-hmm. and editing back so that it's not a half a page for a, a voice actor to read. Um, that's another thing I've, I've just learned. So, um, and it, it goes to the um, actual sound design, or the, yeah, I guess it would be sound design or editing when you take their, the different actors to yep. try to put them together into a scene mm-hmm. you don't want a huge block of audio from one person that they've maybe read three times and you need to pick the best one so i'm like all right give them a sentence or two and then another paragraph so they can read a sentence or two three times in a row go down to the next sentence or Have two break, three times yeah. in a row yeah and that that was just you know and it mainly was something i noticed as i was reading my own lines for season two i'm like why did I make this so long? I can't get through it without taking three or four breaths. So, so I'm like, all right, yes. so time to edit that going forward. I have definitely run into that problem with Dave as well and Steve. Yep. <laughs> You're like, wow, okay, got to change a few words here. Too much talking and no breathing. <laughs> um, yeah, what, talking with that, I mean, it's very good to hear this from you and, and really good input, I feel, too, that you've kind of developed really fast, a long way, and I'm definitely going to take some notes from this and learn from it. Um, I feel again, when you were talking about different drafts, I do feel, um, usually for a start of a season, uh, the first few episodes will have two to three drafts and then I'll kind of get into the flow of the season. And then from then on, it'll be one or two drafts for each, at least two drafts for each episode. But it's definitely, as I go through that next draft or two, that's when I start cutting that stuff out, editing, you know, editing it in a way so there's more script friendly for the voice actor and then more fits better for the show and the podcast and in this more you know audio fiction style um format so what did uh what did karen say did she like the news format by the way yeah i asked uh everyone that i gave it mm-hmm. to because I, I like i said i have a bunch of people coming in to read some small roles and i asked i wanted feedback how mm-hmm. was it working with me number one how was it using the script what did you like what didn't you like and um 
I, I think it was, I think it was her that she said that it was, it was great. It gave her all of the information awesome. she needed. Um, and she didn't really have, cause I told her like, come to me with any questions. I said, if you see something that I'm asking your character to say, and it's a tongue twister, you know, I may not in my mind think it's going to be hard to say, but as you're saying it, let me know. I'm rewrites are fine, but she didn't, there was only one thing that she stumbled over and I forget what she called them. I think she called them trolls. Um, and I thought maybe a, a, a very Swedish thing. I yeah. don't, I'm not sure, but, uh, but that was, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't anything I had written. It was just the way it was flowing. She just kept stumbling over a word. Oh, interesting. Okay. And she said it was, there were, there were trolls in the script. That's you know? awesome. Like, <laughs> That's like, what it is. Yeah. Swedish I, I, expression or something. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little like, like hurdles <laughs> or yeah. Speed bumps or <laughs> pitfalls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I totally, I realized now too, I, I meant to, because uh, you gave me a sample page of this awesome looking script format, which I totally meant to attach for our um, pod manifest behind the manifestations podcast uh, um, series, but I totally forgot to do that. So I will be sure to attach that page for this recording when we release it of behind the ostium. And then people can get to see what this wonderful format looks like. Maybe we should make a little video of this or how you put it all together too, and you can release it to any would-be podcasters to use because it sounds very helpful and kind of cuts out a ton of work that you have to kind of go through to get to this point you know if you have it already i i think that um i would be happy to do that but i just think there's it's very me Mm -hmm. i I will say that it's it makes sense to me Uh, i wouldn't want to force anyone else to try to use (laughs) well it could just be an example or would you rather get a trademark it and sell it we could do that i guess (laughs) Uh, yeah that'd be great but no it's uh i i stole a lot of it so i didn't really no i i I, you know it's very simple to Mm -hmm. google um what a what a screenplay should look like Mm -hmm. um and i'm like all right so this makes sense all right so because that always throws me why things are indented on screenplays Mm -hmm. um and the formatting um because it just seems very wasteful Mm -hmm. um the pages but and then once i read why you know where a page should be about a minute of screen time. Right. So I'm like, all right, all right, it makes sense. It just seems very wasteful. It's because they just want to waste more paper. So the script yeah. up's thicker, you know? <laughs> exactly. They're jealous. They're jealous of regular writers that write big books, you see, and that's why. <laughs> Got to have something hefty to sign and sell on eBay. <laughs> yeah, when you sneak it out of the the filming room, yeah. <laughs> um well, I think that about does it for our little script format episode. Hope this was uh, informative to you. It was definitely informative to me. And I hope you uh, got something out of it. And stay tuned. We'll be continuing our Behind the Ostium series now with season four of Ostium coming shortly. <laughs>